Motherhood is one of the most fulfilling journeys life has to offer, but it can be exhausting. Add working into the mix and you may find yourself feeling really stretched thin. Today, my guest Lila Rose will be chatting about managing career and motherhood. Lila is a writer, speaker, and activist. Lila founded and serves as president of Live Action, a human rights nonprofit with the largest digital footprint for the global pro-life movement. Lila's investigative reportage on the abortion industry has been featured in most major news outlets, including the Los Angeles Times, the Washington Post, the Atlantic, CBS, and ABC Nightline. Her media appearances, including Fox News, Hannity, and Tucker Carlson Tonight, as well as CNN, BBC, and many other national television and radio programs. Lila is the author of Fighting for Life, Becoming a Force for Change in a Wounded World. She's the host of The Lila Rose Show, a podcast that tackles relationships, faith, culture, and politics. Welcome to the Gems of Motherhood, Lila. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Sharon. You are- to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. You are like such a power woman, power mom, and you're expecting with another one on the way. So congratulations. And thank you. you. Today, the topic is right up on your alley, managing career and motherhood. As we both know, it's really no easy task. So just tell me, what is it like for you managing career and motherhood? (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, I have to say I'm in awe of the more I'm a mom because I'm a new mom, Mm -hmm. um, the more I'm in awe of women who I know have done this for, I mean, centuries really, but I know so many working moms and I learn from them. So I'll share what I've learned and, you know, what, how it's been for me, but also all of the advice I've received that I feel is preparing me to continue working, you know, even while trying to be a present mom. And I'll first say, you know, I read this wonderful book. Um, you might be familiar with it called Being There, mm-hmm. The Importance of the First Three Years. And it's all about childhood development and how those first three years of the baby's life is are so important for the child to be close with the primary caretaker, which is ideally the biological mother when possible. You know, sometimes of adoption, it's not possible, mm-hmm. um, but just the primary, the primary mom, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's nannies involved or daycare involved, the still importance of making that bond bond, um, putting that bond first. And so, you know, reading that book, when I entered motherhood, you know, now got pregnant with my son two years ago, he's now over a year old. And then I have my second now, I really wanted to do it very intentionally because my work has been very busy over the last decade. I, you know, would be traveling every week, you know, I would be going international, you know, traveling internationally. I would be pulling long days, early mornings, late nights on the road constantly. And realized when I became a mom, I would have to find a way to adjust my career career and Mm -hmm. my work to serve my family. And so, I mean, there's so many lessons I'm still learning because I'm not like an expert at this, but I will say one of the key things I've learned is to say no. Mm. <laughs> and I know that's really hard right. for women in work. And especially when you have a boss and you need to do your work and get your work done. But ultimately my first priority is my son and not my work. And right. that's hard for someone whose work was their first priority in many ways. I mean, obviously my family has always been a, pr- a priority in my faith, but it's a very important cause that I am involved in. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to make a difference in it. So, I mean, I can share lots of details for what that looks like, but 
overall, it's a journey. It's a dance to learn how to prioritize and to say no when I can to make sure I'm getting that quality time in with my son on a daily basis. Right. Yeah, that's so awesome. I mean, I know that you mentioned that the first three years of life, it's so important in terms of bonding between the parents, mom, especially with your son or daughter. And with you, I mean, having such a young kid and then another baby on the way, how are you managing that besides saying no? I mean, do you find yourself having to push back a lot more? Because intentionality is really important Mm -hmm. uh, in order for us to really be able to have a healthy relationship with our kids, right? Mm -hmm. Because they, they see, they watch, they model, you know, after us and at that very young age, they pick up so many things so quickly and they absorb so fast. Besides saying no, what other things did you have to do? Did you find yourself having to sacrifice cutting out certain things in your life? Because motherhood is just so taxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I can kind of, this is kind of what my day-to-day looks like. And again, this is unique to me. I mean, every woman has a different date, Mm -hmm. you know, in her life and what she's working with. But some of the things that have helped me is first of all, I want to not just give my son quality time, but I want to give him quantity time. And that's really hard when you're trying to work a full work week. So some of the things I've done is in the morning, making that really sacred time when I first get up, you know, I try not to start work till 9am. I mean, I do check emails first thing, you know, and, and, and start some balls rolling, but I try to not really shut off mom and turn on work until nine. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, that's, that can be hard for other women who might have a different schedule, but I try to have that 6am to 8.30am time where we have breakfast. I get ready with him. You know, that's one thing I've definitely sacrificed is the beauty routine. I don't really have (laughs) much of one. It's shortened way down and it involves him. You know, I'm like doing my makeup and things like that. And I let him, like I talk to him, he's playing with his toys. I let him play, you know, in my get Mm -hmm. ready area. And we're trying to, trying to make that time with him and children, they love to free play and everything. And sometimes he wants to sit in my lap, but so I'm open to being interrupted, but it's making that time in the morning where, you know, it's no longer my morning routine, it's our morning routine. Mm -hmm. And I just adjust it to make it about quality time with him, even though I have to get some things done. So that's one thing that's helped. Working from home is a huge blessing. I know that I'm very blessed to be able to do that primarily. Coronavirus has actually helped with that. (laughs) There's not a lot of like in-person meetings to go to. And I'm so grateful for that because what then I do is, you know, we have our, you know, babysitter come in the morning. She usually takes him on a walk, takes him to the park. I time block. I just get stuff done. My important phone calls, new meetings, do whatever. Um, And then it's lunchtime. And usually I can take a lunch break. Sometimes it's too busy, but I try to beat him lunch, you know, be there with his, for him lunch, talk to him during lunch, have lunch together. Again, it's not my lunchtime anymore. It's like his, right? So that's (laughs) another change. I'm like scrambling to get my food because I want to, you know, make sure it's time where he knows he's being focused on. And then, you know, he, he then has his nap time and we have, you know, the schedule and that's Mm -hmm. another important block. He's napping. I know this is the time I can crush stuff, you know, get it done. And so there's, you know, lots of tweaks like that. And then, you know, with work, I, I mentioned, I say no, it also means, you know, passing up on some opportunities, which, you know, in my line of work, it's about educating people on abortion. It's about Mm -hmm. saving lives. So I've really tried to delegate and share opportunities to say, listen, do I really need to be at this meeting or do I really need to do this interview or whatever and try Mm -hmm. to give those opportunities to others? 
And I know that, you know, that can be challenging. I, I imagine there's all kinds of challenges for other women. And for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm not working hard enough. You know, right, right. <laughs> I should be doing more. And I, it's really getting over the guilt or, you mm -hmm. know, the, the, the sort of negative feelings that might come with that to say, listen, my priority is my son. So if I'm yeah. taking 30 minutes in the afternoon to go on a walk with him because he wants to explore with mom, shutting down my work to do that. And sometimes he'll be in the stroller and I'll be, you know, on a work call or doing work emails, but he knows mom is there. Mm -hmm. That's worth it. And then the other thing I really have been doing, which has changed my life a lot is evening work. So after he goes to bed by 8 PM, I try to get another couple hours in. Mm -hmm. And that time is really sacred because it's an area where I, I know he's sleeping, he's happy right. and I can just get stuff done. Am I getting less sleep than before? Yes. You know, yeah. it's that hard. <laughs> has it affected my prayer life? I mean, yes, I try to put prayer first in my day. Mm -hmm. I used to be able to do mass every day and I would do, you know, try to do an hour of prayer and yeah. really you know, have that time. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to pray while I'm with my son. You know, I'm going right. to still try to do, you know, at least set aside 20 minutes where it's just me and God, Yeah, but I'm going to do it, you know, be more flexible with how I even pray. So flexibility and then making it a, a kind of a, a co-effort with my son, doing it with my son. Mm -hmm. Those are some things that have really helped me be able to keep work going while trying to be, you know, present as a mom. Yeah, those are all really, really great changes. And I mean, time blocking is huge because totally when you block that time, I mean, for me, like my time block is like nap time. The two hours mm -hmm. is so precious, you know, and after in the nighttime, after bedtime, those lot of times you just kind of try to get as much work done as possible. And like you said, prayer life do change too. What you mm -hmm. were able to do pre-children, you can't do it now as much. And sometimes there are women and there are mothers who really find it difficult to handle those change, you know, and mm -hmm. there are certain women who may not necessarily want to give up their career over motherhood. Right. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think that we should absolutely prioritize motherhood over career. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's not possible because we have to pay the bills, especially if you're a single parent or you need that dual income or whatever. But I, for my husband and I, he's working, I'm working. I am primarily working because I can be flexible in my work and because right. the work I believe is so important. Mm -hmm. Yes, I get a paycheck. I'm grateful for that. But my husband and I decided from the beginning that if needed, like if we had a child with disability or there was some serious crisis, we would cut back whatever we needed to do. You know, our quality of life, vacations, shopping, those things don't matter at the end of the day. If so that we are finding a way, even if we have to move, whatever, to be able to live on one income, if right. that was what was necessary to put our kids first. Right. So I think for us, I, I think it's important for any mom and for myself, I know it's important for us to make use of our intellectual gifts, you know, our talent, but motherhood is a job. It's mm -hmm. a full-time job, you know? And it so is. I think we need to start appreciating it for that in society and also give you, give ourselves flexibility. So for me, the way I'm a mom is different from the next mom, mm -hmm. right? So like some moms, they're so good with <laughs> the kids having these cute outfits all the time that are matching <laughs> and they're good with organization. And I like to look at, you know, moms on the Instagram and how they do their mom thing. Right. And I'm a different mom, you know, yeah. I'm more maybe free spirited. I, I like to, you know, go, go out with him and explore. I take him with me. I try to do things around the house with him, but I guess I'm less, less naturally organized and I find less joy. Like I think mm -hmm. some women find joy in like 
organization and putting things together and like homemaking type activities. That's not Mm -hmm. really my thing. And so Mm -hmm. instead of being hard on myself about that, it's like, well, what are the mom activities that I enjoy that are good for my son? You know, I still do the basics in the other areas because it is part of the job and it's important. But I think that's also part of it is giving ourselves grace as mom. Cause I think a lot of the times women dive into their careers and sort of neglect their motherhood because mm-hmm. they're not satisfied mm-hmm. in their motherhood. Mm-hmm. And so it's finding ways to really enjoy and be satisfied in your motherhood because it is a job. It is a career, you know, yeah. I think the most important career and it deserves that time and commitment from us. So, you know, it's different for each woman, but for me, it's um, not comparing myself too much, mm-hmm. you know, finding women I do relate to who mm-hmm. are similar to me and I can learn from how they've done things Yeah, and then enjoying it, you know, like letting myself have fun with my son, Yeah, you know, letting it be a little messy so that he and I can have, you know, a fun day together and I don't get all worked up that there's laundry to be done, you know, trying right. to lower certain standards that maybe even the world has for how the house should be mm-hmm. in order to focus on you know, my son knowing he's loved and learning things, you know, and sometimes that's learning things in the house. So it's not like we abandon the house. It's my son. I, he, you know, every night after bath time, it's like, put away your towel, you know, (laughs) Um, put your clothes in the hamper. He's already learning things like this, but um, ultimately it, the focus is him and his development and my own, um, you know, flexibility and sanity. Yes. Yeah. So that we can be healthy together. Yeah. Yeah. And and joyful. Yeah, absolutely. Being healthy together and joyful. And sometimes it's like, maybe, you know, like you were saying that you're a different kind of mom. And I I feel like we're a little bit similar because I'm also not exactly the type of mom that would create something or made homemade designs on the cupcakes. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's too much work for me. Gender reveal. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? But there are also things that your child may enjoy a little bit more, like being outside, you know, and and like, just like yesterday, I was like, okay, Shiloh, you know, you get on your scooter because she likes a scooter. You can go to the park, you get on your scooter and mommy will run. Okay. So I got my, (laughs) got my workout in and she got to scoot around the whole park and she was happy. And at the end of the day, she was like, mommy, I'm really tired. Okay. Let's get on the stroller and we'll go. But at the end of the day, it's like, we as moms, as mothers, we need to learn to give ourselves some grace because when we're so hard upon ourselves and like you said, you don't compare with other moms because when you start comparing, then you're not going to feel content with where you're called as a mom. Right. And I think a lot of it's mind management. I think basically being a mother is mind management and opening our hearts to love. Mm. And mind management is not letting ourselves into negative thought about our spouse, about our son, our daughter, about ourselves, about our state in life, you know, dissatisfaction, it's not good enough, whatever. Mm-hmm. And really training our minds to see what is good and beautiful and true about our lives, mm-hmm. training our behavior to appreciate and celebrate self-knowledge, you know, recognizing these are, this is how I'm wired. You know, I'm wired to be more free spirited. I like my creative time. I don't like little tasks. I, those are overwhelming for me. So being patient with myself and how I structure, you know, my day and how I'm a mom. Yeah. So I think mind management, self-awareness, and really having those practices, those habits of thankfulness and enjoying all of the beauty that is motherhood. Mm-hmm. I think those things are essential for all of us. And when we don't have that, you know, we're just going with our, we're wherever emotions are, all these crazy thoughts always coming through our minds, negative thoughts, you know, like whatever stresses. And then we just get bogged down and then we're not happy. We're not joyful. We're not at peace. 
we're stressed. And that's like, you know, stress is a lion coming to get you. Like you're not, yeah. you're not really in a position to be like a chill, fun mom, or even to do good work when you're stressed. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, really managing those things are key, both for your work and for being a mom. Mm. Obviously, we're going through a season of change since last year, 2020, and COVID has done some good for certain families, and it has also really shifted a lot of things for different families, for different mothers, you know, and some mothers have been forced to give up their career due to the pandemic. And yet it's such a struggle for them in this area. How can we help these mothers gain a sense of self back and going back to having a career? Mm -hmm. Well, so I think as women, we are, we have to look at ourselves holistically always. How are we doing with our faith? How mm -hmm. are we doing physically with our physical health? How are we doing with our mind management? How are we doing with our motherhood? How are we doing with our friendship? How are we doing with our relationship with our spouse and our love and our romance? How are we doing with our relationship to our space, our households, yeah. right? Our homes. And then how are we doing with our dreams? Because I think it's very important as women, you know, to, to dream mm -hmm. and to have goals, to let ourselves you know, to not tell ourselves you're not allowed to dream of something. Right. Big. Like, what's your biggest dream? Don't be afraid of that. Um, that doesn't mean you make it an idol, but it means that you let yourself verbalize it. You, you pray with it. You explore, okay, what's a small thing I can do today to achieve that? Mm -hmm. And you're at peace knowing I'm working towards it. You know, you, you have the, the mind management to say, I'm not going to like get all worked up because I haven't achieved it yet. Or, you know, it's impossible, but I'm going to do this small thing today. Mm -hmm. you know, to maybe plan for it or work towards this goal. But I think that's the key is having goals, having a holistic understanding of ourselves and, you know, working on these different pieces of our life. Maybe the, the source, maybe the source of dissatisfaction, you know, the reason mm -hmm. we're so focused on career has to, has to do with our relationship with our husband, you know, mm -hmm. or our spouse or whatever. Maybe that's, maybe that's actually an unhappiness there, dissatisfaction there is making us overemphasize this other part of our life. So I mm -hmm. think it's really taking the time to look at the, the woman's, you know, look at our, our space, our physical space, look at our time with friends, our leisure time, our relaxation time, look at our time with our dreams, our goals, that can be our career, look at our time or other things, look at our time with our spouse, you know, our motherhood, and just have a, have a recognition of where our life is at. Mm. So we can, work to improve pieces that might be struggling. And we can also, you know, recognize that we're not just a machine. We're not just like a mom who does stuff. Yeah. We are a woman, you know, who has a lot of different attributes and um, a lot of different things that make up who she is. Yeah, that's so good. Now, you know, what do you think, you know, for these moms who are looking to get back into the career, what do you think motherhood penalty looks like? Um, you know, for moms who have not been in workforce for years, I'm sure they're going to have a little bit of a harder time to get back into the workforce. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think about one of my friends who, you know, gave up her full time career, which is awesome because it, she did three, three under four. You know? mm, wow. and it's like she just couldn't, you know, it was too yeah. much at the time. And it's hard because she's like, I, I really want to keep going. And I, you know, she's trying to freelance, you know, trying to keep her finger in it, mm -hmm. but that's difficult in that line of work. And so I think for, I know what, you know, one of the things she's taught me is she keeps trying, you know, she's not giving up. She tries to find ways to still, um, you know, keep her skill up. 
even though it's not something that she can do full time. Mm-hmm. And she tries to practice you know, using the time she has because she has more time now that she doesn't have full-time work to sew into these other areas like her home, her kids, her friendship, leisure activities, time with her husband. So she's valuing the time she does have while not giving up on the career goals entirely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's hard. I think that's a larger question about like our the way our economy is structured because I, I do think one of the benefits of the pandemic is we've less we're 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 emphasizing less you know being in the office eight you know eight to five having to get this stuff done in this certain way and it's there's yeah. more ability now I think and that will I think there will be long lasting changes there right. I think that's a good thing long term for women especially working women and working moms but it's still I mean I'm not going to pretend it's not there aren't taxes you know there aren't yeah. Um, issues. But I think in life, it's a series of, it's a series of trade-offs always, you know, mm-hmm. you're investing in something like my friend, she's chosen this because she feels more peace. She knows more peace, ultimately focusing this time because she's able to on her very young children, instead of having to be out in an office, you know, 10 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And she's made that decision. And I think being at peace with our own decisions is also very important because we can come right. to like, oh, I, I also, you know, you're torn, you're torn. And so I'm like, no, this is my decision. I'm proud of my decision. I'll still try to, you know, do these things on the side for my career, but it's uh, it's not the, you know, 10 hours of my day anymore. And I'm going to own this because mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing for my kids. And I know what I'm also doing for my own physical health right now. I'm, I'm you know, working on my own health. And I think that it's it's not easy. Nothing in life is easy, mm-hmm. but it's it's being at peace with our choices and it's leaning into our choices. And, and I do think there is, there are opportunities we don't realize later on too. Yeah. You know, we might think, oh, it's impossible to get back into my career. There might be a, a variation on your career you didn't even anticipate that you right. will now get to experience. So I would say, don't give up, don't lose hope, you know, keep trying and enjoy what you have, you know, Mm -hmm. enjoy what you have because what you have is, is beautiful. Mm. Amen. That's awesome. Now, a lot of women and a lot of mothers tend to have a, a weight on your shoulder in terms of needing to do everything in the day or just need to take on everything, you know, because we have to cook, we have to clean, we have to take care of our child and, you know, we have to take care of our home, our space and everything. Now, can you just share with me some tips on how to be guilt free for balancing career and motherhood? Yeah. Well, I think it's a work in progress. For example, I try to cook dinner most nights, but that doesn't always happen, you know, or there's days when I, you know, my son is out with our babysitter and I'm, you know, I don't see him for hours and hours and hours on end. I'm in back-to-back calls and like, oh, I feel, okay, I'm not giving him what he needs. I'm not giving my family what they need. But I think that's where uh, the mind management thing is so important because, you know, there's, there's seasons to life mm-hmm. sometimes with your work and sometimes with your, your, the, the stuff you have to do, it is more intense mm-hmm. and that's okay. Children are very resilient. You know, you still are doing your best to, to make time, you know, to, to prioritize them. And sometimes if you really have to do this extra work, you're, you're doing it ultimately because you love your family. You're doing it ultimately because you want to, you know, serve others. So Mm -hmm. I think the mind management piece is key and, you know, we can, we can affect our feelings. Guilt is a feeling. 
And guilt comes from thought or just instinct. You know, it's, it, it's not even a thought anymore because we've thought it so many times and just goes right to the feeling of guilt. Yeah. So I think it's reworking our brains to say, okay, I choose. It's like literally talking, coaching ourselves, right? <laughs> I am choosing this today because it's the, it's the best I have to offer. I'm grateful for these opportunities. My child, I've, I've done my best to make sure my child is in a good place right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if this continues, for too many weeks or months, I will make a different decision to change my life. But right now, this is where it's at. And I'm at peace with that. I'm going to show up for my work. I'm going to you know, do my best. And when I'm with my, my son or my daughter, I'm going to show up for them and give them 100%. And I'm at peace with that. Yeah. you know, and, and God help me you know, I think <laughs> telling ourselves, like, you know, really reminding ourselves what we're doing instead of just reacting with the negative feelings, right. I think is key. Again, it's, it's not easy. It's yeah. a work in progress, but we're in the driver's seat, you know, yeah. we're in the driver's seat. And so coaching ourselves is part of the, the key, I think. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The, the mindset thing is huge. I think one of the things that moms should really keep in mind is that you've done your best for today. You know, you've mm-hmm. done whatever that you could for the day. And if you can't do it, then just leave it for tomorrow and just save mm-hmm. it because it will still be there. It will get done eventually. Right. And so, but we're almost at the end of the show, Lila. I just want to know, is there anything else that you would like to share with other gems of mothers out there? <laughs> I think, um, so I just wrote my first book, Fighting for Life. And the whole end of the book, it's all about being an activist, making a difference in the world, fighting you know, for a cause, for what mm-hmm. matters and how to do that, lessons I've learned. But in the end of the book, I talk about family. And I say, ultimately, the family is the ultimate mission. And the family is the ultimate calling. And what you do with your children, with your spouse, how you love them, how you put them first is really the source ultimately of our, I think, our our happiness in this life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and and as Christians, I'm a Christian, and, and that's also what our faith teaches is, you know, God gives us our marriage as a path to heaven, as a path mm-hmm. to, you know, Jesus actually loving the church is like a, a bride loving a, a groom loving his bride and the church loving Jesus is like a bride loving the groom. So, and the children that come from that are, you know, these beautiful expressions of love, you know, mm-hmm. manifestations of love. So I say that because value, value, value your motherhood. It is um, the most important job the most important career, the greatest blessing. You are doing the work, the deep work to to make our world more beautiful and loving. Mm -hmm. And so be proud of yourselves, you know? Don't let anyone ever look down at you. Oh, you're a stay-at-home mom or you're just a mom or you're you're passing up career opportunities to be a mom. No, you are you are the best, you know, you are doing the best work. And you know, society might not appreciate that right now, but we can change that by example. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for you and keep, keep it up. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Well, Lila, I'm so grateful for you to just come on the show and share all the little gem nuggets and tips and with time blocking, setting your mind in the right path and everything that you've shared was just so valuable. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Sharon. Absolutely. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Gems of Motherhood podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more amazing Gems of Mothers and more resources, head over to gemsofmotherhood.com where you can subscribe to the show. That's where you'll find show notes with actionable tips and any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I hope you will find inspiration and learn to cultivate your own journey. You are loved. You're an incredible gem to God. He knows you intimately. 
He knows what you're going through and he knows what you need. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made in him. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.